Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our October 30th edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as always. Our phone number, 303-790-2222. That's your number by which you can call SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Larry, good morning. Good to see you on yet another Saturday, a closing Saturday for the month of October. Good morning, Sandy. It's good to be here, my friend. Um, Yes, this is our four-year, six months, and I did the quick math uh, during the week, and I think that's about 235 shows we've done together. All right. That's pretty cool, huh? Wow. (laughs) We ought to have some kind of milestone for 250, some kind of special uh, program uh, requirement for number 250. But uh, I know you wanted to talk about frequently asked mortgage questions uh, this week. Sounds like a good idea. So uh, tell me exactly, first of all, where these questions came from. Well, uh, two sources, actually, right. and that, that's, a great, <clears throat> that's a great question. I went to our loan officers and said, what kind of questions are you getting on a regular basis? What kind of things do our customers, our listeners want to know? And so they gave me a whole list of questions. And then I also went to the Internet and thought, what better pl- – I mean, everybody finds everything on the Internet these days, right? So I thought uh, – I actually Googled that. And a lot of these questions or some of these questions came from there. So I thought this is a pretty good polling of things that people want to know, things that people ask. So I thought this is a great opportunity for us to share it with our listeners. We'll obviously have customer emails coming later on, but uh, you wrote the questions down. I have them in front of me, so it's uh, very easy to execute during this particular segment. Uh, I'll read you the question. You give our listeners the answer. Uh, We'll start with uh, something fairly basic. How do I qualify for a mortgage? Where do I start? (laughs) Well, that's uh, that's right at the beginning, so that's a great place to start. So, you know, it, it... to me, it sounds super easy, uh, and and but of course, I've been doing this for thirty three years, so I have a, I have a little bit of an advantage. But I can imagine people that if they're getting their very first mortgage, or even right now if they have a mortgage, and <clears throat> excuse me, and they want to know what to do, how to find out what's good for me, what's what my options are, what's not good for me, it's really just picking up the phone. Picking up the phone, call us, email us, go to our website, tell us your situation, your particular situation, whether you're buying, whether you're refinancing, what do you want to do, what do you want to accomplish, what are your goals for your family, and that's where the conversation starts. Once we start there and we start asking more questions and finding out what people's goals are, then we can take them down a direction or two different directions and give them all the options and and, uh, Make it a clear-cut path as to where to go and how to get there. And you've mentioned in the past that a great many prospective customers go to the website first. They do. MySpecialMortgage.com. It it happens a lot, Sandy. And and we can actually track that traffic, if you will. So the guy who manages our website, he knows that how many people visit it 
each month. We, I, I see the reports, what pages people go to, how long they stay there, how many different pages they go to. And it's pretty interesting, you know, and, and it's part it's kind of interesting because depending on what we talk about on the radio, the traffic to the website that week can be you can follow it. Like if we talk about down payment assistance or we talk about bank statement loans, those pages get more traffic. So it's 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 pretty uh, interesting how that all ties together. But that is the absolute first, for uh, my opinion, first and best thing to do is go check us out. We're very proud of the you know our reviews. We're very proud of our A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So yes, we do encourage people to go there because there's so much good information there. A lot of stuff we're yeah. proud of, and people do that these days, Sandy, as you probably know. Rather than calling and asking, people want to see what's out there, what's in print, what are people saying about you. So, yeah, myspecialmortgage.com, that's the best place to start. And you're taking phone calls. You get them on the weekends. Uh, we do. Too, especially we do. after the show airs every Saturday morning between 7 and 8. It's pretty cool, Sandy, because I I see the calls and I see the emails that come in on my phone. And it's almost like a clock. Sometimes there's stuff coming at 7.30. Hey, I'm listening to your show right now, and could somebody call me about this? Or here's my email address. Can somebody get in touch with me about this? It happens every weekend, every single weekend. And it's very, you know, when we started four and a half years ago, Sandy, it was a little slower then. I mean, we built up our audience over the years and over the months. But now it's almost like a clock. When I look at my phone on Saturday morning, it's busy. As soon as you get off, you're looking at your phone and you're seeing questions. And that's when we start developing email questions and we pick out a selection. It's still a pretty large number, uh, yeah. even when we edit it down. I mean, there are many more emails that come into you between, oh, let's say, 8.01 yeah. on a Saturday morning <laughs> and the following Saturday when we get started right around 7 a.m. You know, we, we we would have to talk for four hours to get through <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. these emails. Yeah. It, it's not possible. I just grab, you know, 10 or 12 or whatever to eight of them and, and read those. But it's, um, it's, it's very cool. And I, I think, you know, when we started this, Andy, we wanted to do two things and maybe three. We wanted to inform, we wanted to educate, and maybe we could entertain people, right? So I, I'm not an entertainer. You're way better at that than I am. But I think we've accomplished that, and and our listening audience is growing. And um, the emails, uh, some of them I see, I listen to your show every weekend, and it's uh, it's this, it's that. It's, it's very, very exciting. I've told you this before, but people I know inside the industry – uh, they can be realtors, uh, for example. They make it appointment listing to get a sense of what is going on in the market, yeah. a sense that you always give people every single week on this program. All right. Can I get a mortgage? This is a good question, actually. Can I get a mortgage without a credit score? I was surprised that that question comes up a lot, but it really does. So the short answer to it is yes. The longer answer is, like we always say, everything is based on FICO. FICO score equals the cost of, of money because 
as your FICO score gets better and better and better, you're going to get the best interest rates. You're going to get the best loan programs, any loan program you want. As your credit score goes down, you know, mid, low 600s, maybe down to 580, you know, we can still do those loans, but frankly, the interest rate is a little bit higher. And there's only, a you know, a very select number of programs that are available to people, you know, maybe an FHA or maybe a VA. You can't have a conventional loan with the best interest rate. So the answer is yes. Uh, If somebody doesn't have a FICO, then what we do is we look at alternative trade lines, like how do you pay your rent? How do you pay your cell phone bill? How do you pay your utilities? So we can sort of build a credit report around those particular things. Now, what we would encourage people to do, if if you absolutely don't have a FICO score, or maybe you only have one FICO score, you need to get a credit card. And it could be a credit card with a even a $500 limit. But get it, use it, pay it off, use it, pay it off. And then within 30 to 60 days, you'll have a FICO score. And, <clears throat> you know, there's companies out there like, um, oh, Capital One or yeah. Barclay or there's even some many banks offer a secured credit card. Yep. Put a couple hundred dollars in the bank, get a credit card for 200 bucks. That's okay. The FICO doesn't look at... The depth or the size of the balance, or I'm sorry, the size of the credit limit, even 500 bucks is okay. So that's where we would encourage people to start, and then you can get a FICO score. I'll make this a collective question uh, so that everybody listening can uh, plug into it. How do we know how much we can qualify for or how much we can afford? Oh, very good. Very good. So, yes, that is relates directly to our income to debt ratio guideline. So we would say to somebody who says, well, how much can I afford? So I I think the question would be back, how much are you paying in rent? Or how much are you currently paying? Are you comfortable with that? Are you comfortable with paying a little bit more? So that's a starting point, right? So, okay, I'm comfortable with $2,500 a month. So that then we would look at the new payment, principal, interest, tax, and insurance, and then we would back into the income coming into the household. So let's say you've got $5,500, $6,000 a month coming into the household, and your house payment's going to be $2,500, then that's going to qualify for the income to debt ratio calculation. We like to keep it at 45%, but we can go to 50%. So we could back into the number... Maybe you're comfortable with a little bit more. Maybe you're not comfortable with that much. But it's it's what the customer is okay with, and then we can back into our income-to-debt ratio. Now, in the case of a, a refinance, if, <clears throat> if we're going to pay off some debt, then we don't have to count that against you. Even credit cards, even though you can go back and you know put some more debt on it. But if we pay them off through the closing, then we don't count that against you. Right. So there's lots of different ways to structure that loan and 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 make it comfortable for the uh, for the the new customer. And finally, how do mortgage interest rates affect our loan? Oh well, uh, if you think about it this way, Sandy, and and to all of you listening. As mortgage rates go up, then you're obviously your house payment is going to go up. So if your house payment goes up, now you probably can qualify for less mortgage because we have to go back to that income to debt ratio calculation. 
So again, if mortgage rates go up to like we talk about uh, a lot, January of nineteen when they were at five and a quarter percent, so now your payment's going to be higher than it would be today in the low single digits. So mortgage interest rates can have a big effect on how much you qualify for or how it's going to affect your loan. So again, now is a really, really good time, whether you're buying or refinancing, because these rates are, even though they, um, you know, honestly, they've gone up a little bit, but they are still really, really good. All right. We have caller questions lined up for the next segment. And of course, uh, you can participate uh, along the way in uh, listening to these questions, which uh, obviously will air live. And coming up a little later in this hour, we'll have customer emails that have come in within the last week as well. But we have some questions that uh, uh, may actually uh, relate to what we've already talked about here Uh, or clarify something that uh, uh, perhaps we haven't covered as extensively. That's all coming next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, if you're uh, ready, willing, and able, we have a series of callers lined up with uh, questions for you, and we will get uh, started right here. Go right ahead. Ready, willing, and able. Hey, Larry, my name is Pam, and I heard you say last week that interest rates are likely to go up I hope I didn't miss the opportunity. Can someone call me, please? Oh, absolutely. Did she say her name was Pam? Is that is that what she said? I believe so. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Thank you for the call, Pam. And yes, we did mention that last week. I think uh, we actually did a 30-second commercial that's running on the, the, the fan right now saying that not to be chicken little, the sky's falling, not to be the bearer of bad news, but my job is being in the industry, my job is to let you know what's going on. So yes, interest rates have gone up a little bit, but don't don't let that deter you because they're still very good. So in your case, if you haven't refied yet, which it sounds like, um, we, we will get a hold of you or I will ask a loan officer to call you and then we're going to be able to help you out and see how many different ways we can save you some money. So thank you for the call. All right. And uh, we will move on ahead. Sandy and Larry, thanks for taking my call. My name is Jen and we are self-employed and I've heard you talk about your bank statement loan program. I think that's our answer. So can I just go online and apply on your website? And is that secure? <laughs> Great questions, Jen. Very good questions. Thank you for calling. Um, yes, you have heard us talk about our bank statement loan for self-employed people. And you guys are self-employed, so you may be tailor-made for that program. Um, what we do, Jen, is to look at either 12 or 24 months of your either personal or your business bank statements, and we're going to qualify you and your husband that way. So, yeah, it sounds like that program's tailor-made for you guys. Now, in answer to the second part of your question, absolutely, you can go on our website and a lot of people do that. You can go, uh, there's a, a, a lots of apply now buttons uh, within the site on all of the loan officers have an apply now button. So you can go in there and it's, it's really cool. We call it our speedy special mortgage because, and in your case, you're self-employed. So it's going to tell you, okay, please upload this and this and this document. 
your bank statements, your your driver's license, etc. And it is absolutely very secure. We've we've spent an inordinate in, an inordinate amount of time making sure that it is secure. So you feel very comfortable doing that. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Great questions, and uh, we will uh, forge on ahead. Hello, gentlemen. My name is Lisa, and honestly, I'm very nervous right now. So could I just ask <laughs> someone to call me regarding a loan for our son and his new wife? You don't have to be nervous. You're among friends. So <laughs> we're, if you could see us, we're just sitting here having a conversation. So don't don't be nervous at all. But uh, yeah, absolutely. We will call you. Um, I'll have a loan officer call you. Uh, sounds like you're looking for a, a loan for uh, for your kids. Yep. And maybe we can help them with our down payment assistance. Yeah. Uh, sounds like they're first time buyers. Uh, maybe um, you and one want to be involved with them as a co-signer that's perfectly acceptable as well so we're going to find out your situation in detail and then tell you exactly how we can help you out so don't be nervous well uh you know that that's a fairly common uh, kind of inquiry uh, even the nervous part uh, because yeah. i know you still on occasion get responses along the lines of really, that's not what we've heard before. This sounds too good to be true. Good observation, Sandy. And, you know, we've got plenty of examples of that, right? Guests that we've had on on the air that just did not believe that we could actually do what we say we can Are do. Are you sure this is okay? Uh, Are you of. sure, mm-hmm. right? Remember mm-hmm. the, the one gentleman who said, well, I'm not going to tell my daughter that we can buy a house until I know that we are going to get this house because he'd been turned down so many times before. Right. And he didn't want to put his family through that again, which is perfectly understandable. So, yeah, you get nervous, you get apprehensive, you get to, well, how are you going to do it when nobody else has been (laughs) able to help us? Right. Well, we're... If we can do it, we're going to get it done. That I can promise you. So um, we will get a hold of you and uh, try to alleviate that, that nervousness. Thank you for the call. All right. I think we have time for uh, one more here. Hi, Sandy and Larry. This is Matt. Uh, my wife and I are having a baby and want to do some home improvements to our house. We don't know if we should take out a home equity line or do a cash loan for the 75000 we think we need. Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations, Matt. Uh, you and your wife, you're having a baby. That's uh, that's a big event. That's that's pretty exciting stuff. So um, I, I don't think our mortgage is going to be quite as exciting as that lifetime event, but we're going to be able to help you out. And I think what we should do, we should start by looking at a cash-out refinance for the amount of money, 75000 you said, for to do what you wanted to do. And I would suggest, um, I would we want to take a look at your existing mortgage, but I would suggest probably paying that off and put a new mortgage on because most likely interest rates on a new loan today are going to be less than what you're paying right now. And in addition, if you were to go get a HELOC, typically HELOCs, um, those interest rates are adjustable. So as prime moves up, your interest rate will move up, and then your payment's going to be moving up right along with it. So um, it sounds like a new cash-out refinance is the way to go, but we'll have a loan officer call you, and then we can drill down a little bit further and make sure of that and and give you options so we know what's best for your uh, 
for your family and your growing family. So thanks for the call, Matt. We appreciate it. All right. And uh, we appreciate not only Matt's call, but uh, the other calls we received during this segment. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll uh, pursue some of the same sorts of questions while we continue in a few moments with uh, customer emails. But we want to remind people once again that the number to call for SCL Mortgage, and you can call at any time, 303-790-2222. And the website site is myspecialmortgage.com and you've talked already today about all the traffic uh, you're getting there and uh, this has been typically a very busy month for you as we've done this program now for several years four and a half to be uh, more or less exact and every October you seem to be building, building, building. It's it's happening, Sandy, and it's it's really cool to watch. I um, we we are achieving our goals. We uh, we sat down and we built a um, eight year performa when we started the company, uh, what six and a half years ago, and it's it's interesting. We you know one thing about projections is they're usually wrong, <laughs> whether whether you're higher or lower. But and and then of course we had that nasty thing called COVID back in 2020 that uh, messed us up a little bit. But it's interesting that we're we're. We're very close to hitting our goals, and and we are getting busier because we're going into more and more states. Uh, we are licensed in eight states now. We will hope to have, uh, I think it's 19 to 20 states by the end of 2022. So we're, we're introducing ourselves to more people in more states, and we're finding out that they are very similar to Colorado in the fact that they have never heard of bank statement loans for self-employed people, or nobody has offered reverse mortgages, or nobody has done down payment assistance for them. So that's gaining a lot more traffic to our website. It's generating more phone calls, more emails, and more closed loans. So, boy, we are we're helping more and more people every month, every year. It's a it's a really um, it's a really good thing. Well, you've got a big stack again of customer emails, and we'll get to as many as we can coming next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager on 104.3 The Fan. And we continue now with uh, customer emails. Uh, These are frequently asked uh, questions, but they are all fresh emails. They have come in within the last seven days. And Larry, without further ado, we'll uh, get started. We do want to quickly mention that the SCL Mortgage Show airs not only on Saturday mornings with the two of us between 7 and 8 a.m., but on Sunday mornings as well. Nate Jackson combines with uh, you, Larry. From 7.30 until 8 every Sunday morning right here on The Fan. We're making Nate Jackson a mortgage guy. Now, you got four-plus years. <laughs> four I've got years. a little bit of a head start on him, but yeah, I've yeah. heard his uh, um, endorsements, yep, and yep. they're very professionally done. They are. As you would expect from they are. He's a professional. Uh, he's a he's a good guy, and um, he's enjoying doing it. And of course, I like having somebody drive the train like uh, like you do. It just makes my job so so easy. So it's a it's a good show. And this, as you were talking, I looked at this first email. Mm-hmm. So it's very re- you can relate it to what we just talked mm-hmm. about because Martin emailed and said, "Hello there." So I've been listening to your. I've been listening to you guys on 104.3 The Fans on weekends. 
So uh, that tells me it could be Saturday, could be Sunday, or it could be both. But Martin, thank you for uh, thank you for the email. Thank you for listening. He said, "My wife and I are looking into buying our first home. We want to see what we can uh, qualify for. We'd like to talk about your down payment assistance program. We're currently renting." Oh, he's he's doing all you're doing all the right things, Martin, because he says we have about seven months left on our lease. Would like to see what we qualify for and if there's anything we need to do to improve our situation. We'd love to hear from you guys. Please get back to us. So Martin's giving himself plenty of time for us to get get him uh, get him pre-approved, uh, you know, get a complete package put together. Uh, maybe there's things we can suggest to him to do uh, to make his situation even better. But uh, seven months, we got plenty of time. So this is a this is a really great email. Um, okay, Nick emailed us and said, my wife and I are building a house in Hayden, Colorado. All right. We will be looking to refinance our construction loan next June or July. So he's also giving us plenty of time to, to do what we need to do. He said, I wanted to chat to see if you have better terms than what our bank has offered. If you would drop me an email and, oh, by the way, I like your show on Saturdays, he said. So 104.3 The Fan. So... Hopefully you are listening today, Nick, so we can say thank you for the email and thank you for being a listener. And he presents us with a challenge. I don't know what he's been quoted from his bank, but whatever it is, we want your business. (laughs) We're going to do whatever we got to do to get your business. Uh, You know, hopefully you've gotten a great quote, but but I I appreciate the opportunity to to go to bat and earn your business, and and hopefully our rates, our closing costs, et cetera, are going to be uh, less money. And it's you know once he here's what we would do, Sandy, if if you didn't already know, and I will tell Nick the same thing. So we're going to get him approved, so that once he gets his CO certificate of occupancy, his house is ready to be occupied. We can close the loan the next day. So this is this is perfect. These are given us plenty of time to to do what we need to do. Okay, um, this is from Tanya. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Tanya. Uh, please call me about refinancing our home. We're looking to get rid of PMI insurance and take out about twenty thousand in equity. So. Um, this is yes. This I look at the date. This this all these have come in this week, Sandy. But Tanya, I would say to you, um, yes, I'm glad you got a hold of us because if you're still paying PMI, we want to get rid of it. I don't care if it's eighty bucks a month or three hundred dollars a month. Let's get rid of it, right? So it's something that you don't need to be paying. And here's an interesting thought. I, I would have to do the math on it, but. If we get rid of that PMI, let's say it's a hundred bucks a month or somewhere in there, but she also wants to take out twenty thousand of additional cash. I'll bet the payment is going to be less on that twenty thousand because we're getting rid of PMI. So it's a win-win situation for you, Tanya. Thank you for the for the email and thank you for being a listener. Uh, okay, John emailed and said, "I currently have a FHA loan." Uh, at 3.625%, he tells us the principal balance. For the past 10 months, I've been um, in my business and I am 1099. So I would like to see if it's possible for you to help me. Okay, so I don't know if he's been doing a job and starting this business. I'm not sure on that based on the email. 
Um, if he's self-employed for only 10 months, then we do have to wait for the, for the two years. But we need to take a look at it. And there's maybe different ways to structure it, different ways we can help. Maybe there's additional income coming in. I don't know if there's a significant other or not, but I believe that we can save you money on the rate. So if we can help you, we got to figure out how to do it. Okay. So, oh, this is interesting. We have never had an email, uh, Sandy, from Sunshine and Jeremy. So <clears throat> this is uh, this is refreshing. Thank you, Sunshine. I appreciate you uh, getting a hold of us. So she says, hi, I hear your specials every week on, on 104.3 The Fan. So thank you for being a listener. We are both self-employed. Uh, my husband's credit score, she tells us, and my credit score, she tells us. She tells us her income, which sounds like more than enough income to uh, to refinance this mortgage. So we'd love to go over our options, see if we qualify for a loan this year, and if not, what we need to do to get ready down the road. Thank you, Sunshine and Jeremy. Well, Sunshine, we're uh, we're. <laughs> it sounds like you've got the income. Uh, we'll take a look at your credit. We'll give you some options. If you're self-employed, that's perfectly fine as long as it's been two years. We'll use our bank statement program, and uh, I, I think we're going to be able to help you out. But we'll find out for certain. Okay, uh, James emailed us and said, uh, "This is very similar, uh, Sandy. Self-employed." looking to understand my loan options. So he's right to the point. Right to the point, James. That's perfectly fine. Um, We get a lot of emails from self-employed people, right, that probably have heard us for the first time or maybe just getting around to getting a hold of us now. Either way is fine. But, yes, self-employed, we know the challenges that you go through. The fact that uh, it's been very, very hard to get traditional mortgage financing in the past. So now with our bank statement loan for self-employed people, um, I think we're going to be able to help you out. So thank you. Um, Okay. Larry emailed, not me, but another Larry. uh, Please contact me about a new mortgage in Florida. I don't know if you do business there, but we want to buy a second home. Well, Larry, you're in in luck because, yes, we do do business in Florida and have gone there recently but already done a bunch of loans there. So if it's a second home or a primary residence or rental property, whatever it is you're looking to do, we are licensed and we can help you in Florida. So thank you for the email, Larry. Okay. uh, Dustin emailed, heard your shows on 104.3 The Fan and I'm self-employed. So I think I found the right place, finally, he says in all caps, for my mortgage. Um, My wife and I want to buy a a home where we live in uh, Johnstown, Colorado. We found one that's very similar to the one we're renting. So we want to pursue this. Okay, so uh, Dustin, thank you for the email. Thank you for being a listener. So the show carries well into the mountains, Andy. I, I, I thought so, but I wasn't sure. So, um, yes, being self-employed, I bet we can help you get into your house, and then you don't have to be a renter. You can be an owner and pay your mortgage as opposed to your landlord's mortgage. Okay. Um, so Ben emailed and said, we want to talk about helping our daughter with a home purchase using your DPA program, Down Payment Assistance. And he also mentions he heard us on 104.3 The Fan. Uh, 
Our listening base is growing, my friend. <laughs> so, Ben, thank you for the email. Thank you for being a listener. You're spot on with DPA. Down payment assistance is designed to help people get into a house to become a homeowner. And if you're willing to help your daughter in terms of co-signing or just navigating the waters, either way is perfectly fine. So uh, we're going to help her out. Okay, uh, let's see. This is from David who said... I had a couple of questions about refinancing, uh, whether it makes sense for us or not. We're not sure. We haven't been able to get very good answers from our local bank. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe you can help us. And by the way, he says Saturday and Sunday shows he listens to. So that's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Yes, uh, we're, we're going to explain the options. We're going to tell you whatever possibilities we can do for you. And um, whatever your situation is, we have, my goodness, we have a lot of, we probably have hundreds of years of experience inside of our offices with all of our loan officers. So if if there's a situation there, we probably can figure it out and have an answer for it. Well, uh, that's a lot of emails, but we got them all in uh, today. I believe uh, Martin, Nick, Tanya, John, Sunshine, Jeremy, James, Larry, Dustin, Ben, and David. Uh, uh, That's a pretty good week's worth uh, (laughs) of work, and uh, we appreciate your communicating uh, with Larry and with the good folks at SCL Mortgage. When we come back, more frequently asked mortgage questions, including... How do we lock in our interest rate? A question that I don't know that we've directly addressed, at least not in quite some time. That's coming next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on 104.3 The Fan. All right, Larry, we'll get back to more frequently asked mortgage questions, and we'll start where we left off just a few minutes ago before the break. Okay. How does a prospective customer or customers lock in the interest rate? Well, that is a great question, and it's a pretty simple answer, actually. Um, People want to know what their interest rate is going to be. They want to know what the closing costs are going to be, and they want to know if they should lock it in now or if they should wait. That's th- those questions come to us every every single day, Sandy. And my <clears throat> my position has always been if this is a good loan for you and we're going to figure that out when we're talking to you, give you the options, then by all means lock the interest rate in because they can go up so fast as opposed to how f- slow they do come down. So if this works for you, let's get it locked in. And you know what, Sandy, if you People lock in their interest rate. And, oh, by the way, all they have to do is tell their loan officer, and the loan officer is going to lock it in for 45 days. So we make sure that we've got plenty of time to get it done. It's probably not going to take 45 days, but I'd rather them lock it for 45 than lock it for, say, 20 or 30. And then if we don't get done, then we have – we have to extend the rate lock, and usually that costs money. So we don't don't put that on our customers. We're just going to lock it for plenty of time. Don't worry about it. Everything's taken care of. You're you're in good shape. You can sleep well at night knowing your new interest rate is locked in. And then, oh, by the way, if you lock in your interest rate now and get your loan started now, you won't have a payment until January because we're going to pay off your current mortgage in November before you have to make that payment, assuming you apply very quickly. 
then you don't have a payment for November. You won't have a payment for December. Your first payment comes in January. So what a nice break for the holidays and for Christmas and, and everything else going on. And so um, this is a great time to do it. Skip a couple of months payments, lock in the interest rate while it's still low, and we're here to do that for you. And if you're in need of any clarification on any of these questions, 303-790-2222 is the number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. All right, we'll move on. How much should we put down when we buy a house, and what if we don't have that much? Well, I would say, Sandy, if people have the wherewithal to put down 20%, then you can avoid private mortgage insurance. Right. So ideally, that's the way to go. But I would say if you don't have 20 percent, then let's figure out 10 percent, 5 percent. With an FHA loan, you can put down three and a half percent. Or in the case of um, if this is going to be your primary residence, then we can talk about down payment assistance because our down payment assistance program does not have any rate or payment attached to it. So it's basically free money. If you keep it for five years, keep that loan for five years, then that down payment assistance is is completely waived. So I would say if you don't have 20%, then we look at 15 or 10 or five or whatever it is. So then you will likely have private mortgage insurance, but that's okay because we get you into the house, right? And if homes continue to appreciate 8, 10, 12%, well, that's money you don't want to miss. If you buy a $400,000 house and it appreciates 10% a year, that's 40000 That's way more than what you're going to pay in private mortgage insurance. So I think that's the, the best advice to answer that question. What all is included in the mortgage payment? Well, in the mortgage payment, we have principal and interest, of course. And then most people elect to have an escrow account. So so that would include uh, money for the property taxes when they come due and money for the homeowner's insurance. So what happens is you pay your loan servicer the principal and interest portion of that mortgage, and then you pay a little in each month for property taxes and homeowner's insurance. So when those things come due, your loan servicer has the ability to send that check off and make sure your insurance is paid up, make sure your property taxes are paid up. So it would include those four things. Unless you also have private mortgage insurance, then there'd be a little bit of the payment for that. So it's going to be all-inclusive. And we, uh, we've we never mentioned it, Sandy, but uh, we always factor in what the HOA dues are going to be. Right, right. right? We haven't mentioned that. If, if in fact, you have a, a homeowners association. Now, that doesn't have to be included in your payment, but we do factor it in because that's a monthly cost of, of living in that house. So Absolutely. Yes, good question. All right. How long does it take to close on a mortgage loan? Now, we talk about this a lot. Uh, it has changed uh, during uh, this uh, uh, pandemic uh, period, but now it is back, if I'm not mistaken, to 30, 45 days. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's closer to 30 than it is 45. Sometimes it's even faster than that because a lot of people have staffed up and, and um, you know, we're getting loan approvals from our underwriters within a day, sometimes two days. So we're closing loans much, much quicker these days. And so, but having said that, I had said earlier, we'll lock the interest rate in for 45 days just in case something happens or people go out of town or whatever the case is. So so we know the interest rate is locked in, but likely we're going to close in 30 days, maybe even a little bit less. 
All right. Now, uh, this one, uh, you don't have to put on your thinking cap for much of any of this, but I do. (laughs) So I want to make sure I ask this question the right way. The difference between origination points and discount points. That is a very good question, Sandy. And there is a big difference. So origination points are... Let's call it when you when you get a loan, typically there are costs associated with the loan. Usually that's in origination points. Maybe it's 1%, maybe it's 1.5%. And so your loan officer at SEL is going to explain that to you up front. Now, you may say, well, I'm only going to stay in the house for a couple of years, so I don't want to pay any points. Okay, so we can charge you zero origination points. But the rate has to go up just a tiny bit to offset that. So not a lot, but that's part of the math that we do. Does it make sense for you to pay no origination points or does it make sense for you to pay one or one and a half? Whatever the case is, we're going to give you those options. And and you're you're then going to be able to figure out what you want to do. And it's it's you're totally in the driver's seat, what you want to pay, how much or or, or nothing at all. Now, discount points normally People think of those as, as I'm going to pay a discount point because I want to buy the interest rate down, right? So I'm going to stay in my house four years or six years or 10 years. Well, maybe it makes sense to pay a 1% discount point to buy the interest rate down. And this is a very simple math calculation. So if you pay one point, let's say on a $300,000 mortgage, that's $3,000. Now, you don't have to write a check for that because it's it's built into the loan, so it'll it'll come out that way. So that's three thousand dollars. But let's say your payment gets lowered by three hundred dollars a month, right? So we just do the math: three thousand dollars divided by three hundred dollars. It takes ten months to recoup your money, and then if you're going to stay in your house more than ten months, that makes perfect sense to buy it down. Absolutely. So. That's going to be the customer's decision. We do the math, and they make the decision. So uh, <clears throat> like we said, every, every household's different. So what works in one may not be right in the other. We'll see if we have time for uh, one or two more questions. Definitely have time for one more. What happens at the loan closing? Oh, that's the coolest part of all of it. <laughs> um, you know, I, after doing this for 33 years, I used to I used to go to a lot of loan closings, and now I don't really do loans anymore. But going to the loan closing, I'll, I'll break it down between a purchase and a refinance. On a purchase, the loan closing is where <clears throat> the wire comes in to the title company for the loan. Um, loan documents are signed. And the customers walk out with the keys to the new house and the garage door opener in their hands. So that is just that's the culmination of 30 or 45 days of work and effort. And you walk out and now you own this new home. So it's a really it's a really cool experience. Now, in the case of a refinance, right, we have a loan closing, but on a refi, it doesn't fund for three days because we have this three day right of rescission law. So it will. you will sign all the documents. Three days later, the loan will fund, money gets dispersed, and you're all good to go. So it's a little bit different, but it's that's the happy time. All right. Uh, we've gotten to most all of our questions, but uh, I know you like to close these shows from time to time with a quote. So we'll do that today. Okay. You've got a quote. And I do. I, I hope you like it. I thought you would. So... 
whether it's related to the mortgage business or the the radio talk show, uh, maybe more for the football field. But this is kind of right to the point. It's very it goes like this: strategy is for amateurs, execution is for professionals. So <laughs> right away, I think about the Broncos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have a strategy. But execution is what it's all about. Yes. And, uh, of course, that always brings to mind the John McKay quote from uh, his early years coaching uh, for a very long time, a winless football team mm. uh, that started its history 0-26. and 26. Oh, my And gosh. when asked about his team's execution, the quick-witted John McKay said... Oh, I'm in favor of it. Uh, so uh, we leave on, on, on that happy note. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, that's great. Uh, we uh, uh, have enjoyed it today. A little bit different today, uh, the tempo and the sequencing of the program. We hope you've enjoyed it. And, uh, Larry, we'll see you again in November. But you're back for Halloween tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Between 7.30 and 8. <laughs> and, by the way, um, who's going to win the game tomorrow? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I'm done. If the Broncos break their losing streak, I'll be one week late because I just don't have much confidence uh, at this point. I'm sorry so, I don't either. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going with Washington 23-20. Okay, tomorrow well, at the stadium, um, I I would my bet would be very close to yours. So. <laughs> Somebody's going to execute, and, and somebody's going to execute. That's right. Somebody will execute, and someone uh, won't execute quite as well. We'll see you next Saturday. Uh, of course, Larry will be back as indicated tomorrow with Nate Jackson between seven thirty and eight with more on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on one zero four three The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS 120-0716.